podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. They got him. They got him. Have you seen that meme? That's like, uh, you know, the how Offset's trying to get Cardi B back. And he, he was like, he was like, y'all won. <laughs> and there was a picture. Jose was like, "Y'all what?" I was like, "Ah, oh, that's that's clever. That's clever." He's like, "Y'all what?" <laughs> he looks good though. Twenty-four mil will do that. He looks good. He looks like uh, you know, he shaved. He's gotten a good, nice rest. The bags under the eyes have gone clean shaven. And yeah, yeah, like twenty-three mil. Hey, <laughs> more power to you. Like, you know how some players get contracts because of what they've done not necessarily what they're gonna do so like a player will get like a five-year deal or maybe not even five years like a three-year deal for a lot of money Mm. and you're like i don't know if necessarily he's gonna be good over the next three years but what he's done over like the the breadth of his career he kind of deserves that money i kind of feel that way about Mourinho. like if he if you that's 23 mil isn't what he did at United. It's like all the work you put in at like Porto, Chelsea, Inter, yeah, it's Real like Madrid. Like payments pretty much, yeah. Yeah, almost in some ways. It's like, look, he's won two Champions Leagues. He's won three premierships. He's won a treble with Inter. Um, most points um, at one point with Real Madrid. Like that 23 mil yeah, is almost much. like back-end payment for whatever. And, and I'm not saying he didn't get paid well. At those other jobs, but I'm looking at that 23 mil. Like, you know what? He's probably owed that. <laughs> Look, man. I mean, he's, he's he's probably owed that. And plus, like, London isn't a isn't a isn't a cheap place to live. I mean, but no, no, no. Look, I love Marine and everything, but come on, bro. 24 mil. <laughs> like, that's like real cash. That's like you can basically you can create life with that kind of money. <laughs> it's a huge. It's a finesse. What if this whole thing was a finesse? <laughs> that's good. That's what's good because as I was with the um, Bunter Boy people and, and Drifty was saying that as much as he hates Mourinho, he really respects him because he feels that he's just pretty much played this like a pro. That he went in, messed him up, infiltrated, and, and, and got paid 24 mil out, out of it. So, <laughs> it but, 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 come on, Mourinho wouldn't, wouldn't do that, man. He's he's come on, like, because this uncle move. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. And he's. <laughs> Bless you. He's, oh, you. He, he's maybe too prideful to put his reputation on the line yeah, for sure. that money. But I'd I'd be willing to put my reputation on the line for 24 million pounds. I have to admit. Oh, you would? I mean... <laughs> well, I mean, I know, to be honest, I know. Actually, 67 mil, nothing below 67 mil, then yeah, <laughs> screw it. It depends on what your reputation is or like what your reputation would be. Like maybe maybe in my case it it would be ha- it would have to be something that you couldn't get back. But like Mourinho can get the reputation back if he goes to a like a club and does well, then he can get it back. But I'm sure if a, if a proposition was given to me of like yo you get 25 mil if you do XYZ, it's going to be something where I can't come back from it. So I don't know. Mm. <laughs> so uh how are you feeling man i mean we kind of had a, a discussion about no 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 no. you 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 owe me an apology do i or, or rather you, you owe me some props okay explain remember when we when we talked about psg man united mm-hmm. and remember when i said that what if Mourinho is sacked before the psg game 
mm-hmm. and you said there is oh. no way they would sack him before that Champions League. <laughs> that's, that's at least he's in, he's in, he's in, he's in the, in the, in the Champions League. Why would they sack him um, before that game? They will at least give him that that game. And then less than twelve hours later, he was sacked. Okay, like <laughs> my my record isn't good. Okay, so yeah, I I apologize to you for uh, saying something that I probably shouldn't have. Apo- ap- and, apology not uh, accepted. Apology no 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 not accepted. And and I apologize to the listeners for for misleading them in ways that I probably shouldn't have. They, 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 they don't they don't appreciate your apology. So <laughs> I was I was I was I was confident. I thought you know like as as long as you qualify from the Champions League, and you can qualify that way. For like top four, maybe that you keep him around just so you don't have to pay him the money, especially because I feel like they did that to Moyes, like but, when it was mathematically no, 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 no. possible for for him not to make top four. Wait, that's but, 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 but the thing, thing though, that even if even if let's say he loses to PSG, which would have been most likely, they'd still right. pay him the money. You think that they lose to PSG, they like what's eighth or ninth in the table, and they they just keep him on? You see, I, I, I think I, I think the payments are like league contingent. So like as soon as it's mathematically possible in the league that you can't make the top four, hmm. I'm I'm sure that's I, I think that's how it works with Moyes. That like as soon as it was mathematically possible that they couldn't be in the top four, then they just sacked them and put in gigs. So I think maybe that would have had to be the case with Mourinho. Hmm. But I don't know. Um so how are you feeling, man? How are you feeling? Um, you know what? Um, <laughs> like as a, shocked but not surprised. That is really the the, the best. Yes. For it. Yes. Shocked, not surprised, because again, like literally, because you know, whenever I wake up, the first thing I do is like I check my YouTube comments. And someone just, yeah, this was it. And literally, I was just, you know, it was funny, but literally, you know, I was fully in bed. I was 100% in bed, blah, blah. And I just saw someone put me in the sense of, okay, this guy's probably trolling or whatever. I said, hey, just for the hell of it, let me search. And as soon as I just saw Mourinho Sacks, I literally got up from my bed, fully awake and everything. I was like, whoa, like I was fully awake. I was like, what? <laughs> so I woke up to that news that my boy got, got you know. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I woke up that morning, I guess Tuesday morning. Mm. Um, you know, I I posted the podcast. I went to sleep. I woke up and I looked at my phone, and I saw that Carl had texted us something in the group, and I was like, because because normally when Carl doesn't record with us, like he'll listen to the podcast and then sometimes he'll give feedback. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so like, yeah, oh, yeah. this like that like. What you said here was bullshit. What you said there was bullshit. I kind of like that idea. Da, 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 da. He like goes through the list. So I was like, okay, Carl's kind of giving us the speech about what he didn't like. But it was just like three letters. It was yes. And I was like, what did we say that deserved a yes? <laughs> so I was like, huh? And then I went on Twitter. And the first thing I saw was Josie Mourinho. I was like, nah. <laughs> so I clicked Josie Mourinho. And then it, it, it like the, the old Trafford picture comes up. It was like, Josie Mourinho has been sacked. And I just went, oh, my God. And then I was just like, why does this happen on Tuesday <laughs> after oh, we recorded? Like, you know what? I'm, so, but the, 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 the funny I'm in this for that. the content, man. I'm in this for the podcast it, content. No, no, but, but remember how we talked about Woodward and um, 
Charlton. Charlton. Yeah, it was it was the the body language there was just damning. I thought just his it it was it was one hand motion I saw. Yeah, just like the frustration. Like, what is it? What, 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 what is he doing? Do you know what what are we doing? Do you know what's weird though? Why now and not a month ago or two months ago? Why now? So why was it losing to a team who are going to battle for the Premier League title? Why was it that much in particular? That I was like, ah, you know what? This this is the this this is the last straw that for us. So what is different about losing to a side that are one of the best sides in the Premier League and losing to Brighton, drawing to Crystal Palace, only just beating Newcastle when you're two zero down in the so that's what I don't get. I think two zero down to Newcastle, they were gonna pull the trigger then. And then they came back and it was a kind of like, oh, the players are still playing for Mourinho. Maybe there's hope here. And then you advance a month or two. And Pogba's on the bench against your best team, uh, against your biggest rival, sorry. That, uh, Martial's on the bench against your biggest rival. Um, and, like, obviously, uh, there might be a, a question over, like, Man City or Liverpool. But I would say, historically, Manchester United's biggest rival is Liverpool. That's what I'm thinking, anyway. So, <laughs> ma- so, so, so maybe you have what's on the pitch in terms of just, like, how the team plays. And then you add the intrapersonal relationships deteriorating at a rate where in which Pogba wouldn't play, where Martial's not playing, where Bailly's not starting, all of these types of things. Maybe it just reached a point where, like, we uh, the, the way we play sucks, and then the way you're managing the team has just gotten to a point where it's just untenable. Yeah, no, no, I mean, it's... Because like in like a month ago, Pogba was still playing. It went when if he was fit, he was playing. But now he's fit and not starting. So okay, so, so like so okay. So so you're coming it's at a it finesse. from a Pogba it's angle. Wait wait wait, wait wait wait. So you're coming at it from primarily a Pogba angle, and not really a performance results angle. I mean, you. It's both. But I just think Pogba's. Absent in these moments is is the tipping point. You paid ninety million for this guy. You were begging for like all of these signings and stuff. And the the one guy that we splashed the cash on, now you decide not to play him. Like, what is that about? And if that doesn't show that there's discord in the camp, I don't know what would. Yeah, I mean, um, for no, for no, but for me, I still think that's foolish. I feel. Because, yes, Pogba is your star. He's your superstar and everything. And there is an issue where you're not playing, where you've reached a point where you can't even play your best, most talented player. But my thing is that this has to be a result. Because remember, I've been saying this for almost a month that this is a a bad fit. No slight to Mourinho. Because we're going to talk about Mourinho and a false narrative that's out there. But just focusing on United. (laughs) Are um, we? This has to be more about, okay, this club isn't moving in the right direction rather than, oh, our prized assets is being benched and making so, and it's making as if it's, it's to look back. So it's almost as if it was more of a business decision than a footballing decision. It's more of like, my gosh, this is a guy who helps us sell jerseys, sell shirts, and helps our brand image. We can't have him on the bench. Rather than, my gosh, this team... And this manager is not taking the team and the club in the right direction. We need to go in a different path. So it is a bit weird that so what's actually made you sack him was not really 
the club not moving in the right direction. So put put it this this way: Do you think if Pogba was on the pitch and they lost in the same manner as they did, Mourinho would be sacked? That's interesting. See, but I I, I think those things don't mix. I think if Pogba's on the pitch, they don't lose in the way they lost. Hmm. Whoa! whoa, whoa. I, I suppose you, you, you yeah. think if Pogba played that the game would have gone the exact same direction, that it would have been that much of a bloodbath. They would have still been beaten, but United would have at least done something more. Like, mm. the Liffey had no ideas. And Pogba is the kind of guy where he may have just lost the ball several times and been wasteful, or he could have just come up with two goals out of nothing. He's that kind of player. Do you know so what? it's like, you Do never you know, know what, what okay. he could have done. Okay, because I, I don't follow Manchester United in probably ways that people closely related to the club do. Mm. I, I looked up their recent form in the Premier League. They've dropped points in five of their last six games. They, they lost to Manchester City. They drew with Crystal Palace. They drew with Southampton. Drew with Arsenal. They beat Fulham at home, but who wouldn't? And then they lost to Liverpool in that way. So maybe, yeah, maybe it is more results related. Because you can't drop three, five, seven, nine, twelve points out of three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen. That can't run. Not for Manchester United, I don't think. Even even despite the Champions League success, which was a bit fluky. And they lost against Valencia as well. If memory serves, if I pull that up, yeah, yeah, they lost that game. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, 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 the final Champions League game. Yeah, which was meaningless, but still, it's a loss. Um, yeah, I think it's just a mix of all those things, man. The dude's toxic, and that's bleeding. Oh, into... wait, 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 you see, oh, okay, 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 okay. Let's talk about this whole toxic thing. Mourinho's toxic. How? How? X explain. You can't just say that without backing it up. How is he talking? <laughs> Do you know what? Okay, I was looking this up because I was curious. Okay, I was like, what was his winning percentage at Manchester United? So I looked it up. Apparently, it's, it's, it's not as bad as people think it he is. Has, he has the second best winning percentage of all Manchester United managers. The only one better is Ferguson. Now, obviously, Ferguson was there for, do you know the years offhand? Is it like 20... 20- 19, is it 92, 91? No, it was like the 80s, bro. It was like 1988. It was around 20, 21 years, I want to say. But it could have been like someone like 26. I don't mm. know. But he was there for a long ass time. Suffice it to say, right? So that one kind of doesn't count, right? Because Ferguson is, by most marks and measures, the greatest manager of all time, right? Mm. So just... Remove Ferguson. (laughs) And Mourinho has the best record. I think it's 58% that he's won. Um, If I'm I'm correct in thinking, like, I I would say around 55 to 65. If you're in that bracket, you're doing all right. But so how do you juxtapose the fact that Mourinho has the second best winning percentage of any Manchester United manager in the history of the club with the fact that it's gotten to a point that now... He's sacked. Like, what is the disconnect between you kind of are doing well on the pitch, but people still don't like you? What What is the disconnect? It has to be your personality. 
And then there were reports that came out like the 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 United staff was either fearful of him or hated him, and there were just all of these back no no room okay issues. Well, but let me ask you this though: Does Mourinho strike you as a very unlikable person? It depends on your personality. Like I feel like I would get along well with Jose Mourinho just because I feel like we have things in common. I mm. think I don't I don't know him personally, but he just feels like yeah, yeah I could probably get along with him. But yeah, as nice as I might seem at the end of the day, like I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like there might be like mutual respect there in terms of like just real recognized real in that way. But I feel like most other people, they probably wouldn't get along with you in the same way. So maybe I don't know. It just it it depends on who you are. Would be my answer. Like you would probably get along great with. Oh me. no, no, no. Yeah, we, 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 or you would be like, you know, nemesis. He would be oh, your oh, nemesis because oh, no, no, no. I, like... I, I would have like a love hate relationship with him. There are times where I would hate his guts and want to punch him in the face, and other times where we'd be like the best of friends. But I still always because what I've said with people because people say, okay, why are you so obsessed with Mourinho? Why do you love him so much? Like for me, in my view, Mourinho is the one of the best things that has ever happened to football in history. <laughs> like there has been, like he has changed how people view managers. The offside rule. Uh, oh, the, 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 the Bozeman ruling. Um, the Wagos rule. I'm having to kick the, the ball out and not allow them to, to use their hands. This is amongst one, amongst them. <laughs> it one of the best editions of football. Like he has changed the concept of the manager and, and, and the coach and made the manager like a guy that's now someone. Um, and I just I think it's it's his personality that's for me just because I'm 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 someone like that. Like you either love me or you hate me. Even those that hate me still love me. You know, deep down. <laughs> I don't not see I, that that personality trait. I don't think that's true. I think some people that hate you actually hate you. Not <laughs> not. Not you in terms of like eight age, but I think people that hate you, they probably actually hate you. Like I don't think everyone that hates you deep deep down loves you somehow. Like and I don't think that's real. Cause I hate hate people. I don't hate love people sometimes, you know. Oh no, oh, um, oh, oh, no, oh no, no. There are people that I despise, but there are people that I hate but still love, but I hate to, you know, and I love to hate them. Mm, so I, yeah, I, I feel you in that sense. But like look, there's a reason Mourinho's known as a Marmite manager. You either hate him or you love him. And we have to consider the fact that how come he hasn't been at a place longer than three years? Oh no, 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 no. It's look, it's real. Like for me. He great. This is this real. is this is proven fact. Because his last two appointments, the second stint at Chelsea and this stint, were meant to be long-term projects. Yeah. yeah he yeah. he was meant to be at Chelsea for Five, six, seven, eight years. Yeah, that was supposed to be like was, and, and this United thing, he was supposed to be, he was supposed to be there after Ferguson left, but and then it was supposed to be this Mourinho dynasty that lasts how this, this was supposed boy, to be boy, his boy, big project. But remember that interview that he had after Real Madrid got knocked out on penalties. Like he was saying about how you know I want to now go back to where people really appreciate me and people love me. Which is pretty much saying that's like, no, Chelsea is his home. And he now realized, I know this is where I really need to be. I need to build a dynasty at the place that I built the the dynasty of, which is Chelsea. Mm. So, yeah, um, but there's just something about that personality 
it's not for, no, 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 do you know what it is? It's tactical. I don't think it's a personality thing. I think it's a tactical thing. And this is, and I think this is Mourinho's weakness. So again, guys who think that's only say good things about Mourinho, okay. listen up. Mourinho's weakness is that his tactical strategy is short-termist. He doesn't have a five-year, six-year strategic footballing outlook. So his team, give him a team, he will win you something in one or two years' time. So you're, so you're going to get a trophy in one, two years' time. He, he cannot sustain um, success for four, five, six, seven years because his tactics are about very intensive, boom, and about winning now. But for to be five, six, seven years, you need to keep on bringing new things, new waves, a, a fresh approach and you have to have a way of re-energizing guys and getting guys into a consistency like basically guys have to buy into a certain philosophy like ferguson had a philosophy of football and winning pep has a philosophy of how to play football and the brand of, of football in which to play which is very hard but a brand of football which yeah you have to, 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 to play how long was Klopp with dortmund for Six or seven years, I'd say, if I had to guess. Six. Okay, okay, okay. No, because I, I thought Klopp would be sort of be in that frame of where it's his thing. Should, but yeah, if it's six, seven years, okay, fine. So, so for Mourinho, I just think that you bring him in to win now. That is that is one of his biggest strengths. He will find a way of getting you a trophy in one or two years' time, which is, which is an amazing feat. Giving any, any team in one or two years, he's getting you a trophy somehow. But if you're looking for a guy for long term to build a dynasty and team after team after team after team, that's not what he... Because again, you see, Mourinho can't develop players. He can't take an average player and make him really good. A lot of those players that United had were not very good. <laughs> like, Neville wasn't a great for, for, for baller. Beckham was an average for, for baller. Nicky Bott was a guy from the road. So it's like, Fergie really <laughs> elevated the dudes. You know, he you just disrespected their legends, bro. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just being real, bro. Are there any other legends you don't like for Manchester United? You're going to disrespect George Best right quick, or I don't know. You already disrespect Ronaldo. I'm just saying. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, and you're, you're right. You're right. I, I'm, you, you, you kind of brought up. Ferguson's philosophy about just kind of winning, like the winning tradition or like Pep's philosophy and Klopp's philosophy, if you want to put it like that. What is Mourinho's philosophy outside of just pragmatism? Um, it's when basically his philosophy is obviously footballing. Okay, basically, in, in, in a tactical sense, Pragmatism, <laughs> defensive, keep your structure. But philosophically, it's about doing what needs to be done to win the game and really trying to win a game within the season. It isn't that basically, you know what? I don't think he has, you know what? That's the key thing. I don't think he has a philosophy. That's it's, what I'm it, saying. See, a philosophy is a long term because a philosophy is something that lasts like, you see, Cruyff. Yeah. Pep is Pep 
is following what Christ's philosophy is. Christ's philosophy began in the, in the 70s. You know, like um, Catenazio, the Italian way of, of playing. That's a philosophy that, that has been since the 40s, 50s, that it's been playing for decades. So a philosophy is something that lasts decades. It's a way in which you view football. Mourinho doesn't have a philosophy. It's about what do I need to do to win? What I need to do to win this trophy? And that is what he will do. He will, and that is what, why I think he's amazing because he just says, all right, this is the team I have. What do, we, why do I need to do to win this trophy? Because at the end of the day, he somehow won a trophy with, 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 with some of these, these bricks with United. <laughs> you know, he found a way to win. And I think he won an FA Cup, did, did, didn't he? He won a League Cup and he won the Europa, Europa League, League. Yeah. and the charity shield plate yeah. thing. Um, yeah, I think – what am I trying to think about? I'm trying to think about Mourinho's philosophy in that way. And I have been over the past, you know, couple of hours or so before we before I knew I was going to press record. And I can't really nail it down to, like, anything outside of just his wanting to win, as you say. Hmm. Because I've seen him do incredibly aggressive things. Like taking off center backs to put on a striker and then taking oh, yeah. off a fullback to put on another one and just going like one defensive minded person in the whole team with like nine other attacking people, just anything to win this game, I will do it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I just recently just kind of juxtaposing this with like Sorry, for instance, who has this philosophy, he'll be losing by two goals. And instead of putting on two strikers, he'll put on Conte or something like that, just because he's so wedded to 4-3-3 three, three, that, like, this is the way I play. I'm not going to change it. Mm. This is the way I see football. If we lose this way, it's okay. If we win this way, it's okay. How many times does Manchester City have a bad performance? Or not, or not a bad performance, but a bad result. And Pep talks about the performance was good. You know, did mm. I... I I don't care exactly how the score looks or whatever. We do, mm. we can we dominated the game. Just we, we played football the way I wanted. Mourinho, I don't know if he necessarily has a distinct way he wants to play football. It just depends who are we playing, as you say. Mm. What do we need to get from this game? And then I will put out a team that I think can do a job in this particular 90 minutes or see, 120. Perfect, perfect. You know what Mourinho does that is separate from Sari and Thingy? Mourinho analyzes the opponents and he tweaks his team based on who he's playing. Pep and Sari, they are focused on what they do. And I think Pep even said it in the documentary. He said that all I worry about is what my, my team does because his view is that if we do everything that I say right, we, we yeah. can't lose. Yeah. That we, we will win. As long as we, the only times that we lose is that because we didn't do what I said all the time. If we do every single thing that I say, it doesn't matter who we play or whatever task they use, we will always win. But for Mourinho is, who are we playing? And how, and what players do we need and what kinds of things do we need, need to do to nullify that team and to exploit that, that team? This is key. This is really key. This is super key. Because Mourinho hasn't established a way of playing football outside of reacting to his opponents, mm. what does he do when he doesn't know what his opponents are doing and he can't stop it. In how terms mean, how of... How do you mean? How do you mean? What does he do when the game changes? 
people talked for years about Wenger having advantages and knowing this and knowing that, and then the game changed. It wasn't really about 4-4-2. It wasn't in that way. It was like the, the game changed to a more dynamic game. Mm. Football's becoming a lot more dynamic than it was in the past 10 years yeah. when Mourinho could almost go into his low block, play counterattacking football. Like Teams are used to that. The game has changed. Mm. There's a lot more high pressing. There's a lot more just physicality in terms of like what people do with their legs, running, sprints, all that kind of stuff. I think Mourinho might not have a grip exactly on this new world of football of sorry, of Pep, of Klopp, of, you know, just the, the way Real Madrid were playing with Zidane and all those kinds of things like. Well, you see, what, now, what if the game has passed him by to where he can't read and react in the same way? But let me ask you this, though. Let and me that's ask why you. we're seeing trouble. You see, and this is actually something that I uh, actually did, like, a little thing on my Patreon on. And it was a question, which is that, is Mourinho's tactics outdated? And I said, no. There is no tactic that's ever out outdates. Never. There is no tactic in in through the history that's ever out, out updates that for me that is a foolish I, that, that, that's a foolish way, way of, of viewing it because it's about having the right personnel and the right kinds of players to execute your tactic every tactic has its strengths and has its weaknesses everything does but you need certain players to exploit that weakness that they have and if you don't have the right players you're not going to be able to embellish your strengths okay so, so oh, go ahead so yeah, so so Man United have crap defenders. Man United have a crap striker. And in all of Mourinho's teams, whether it was Falcao, Cavallo, and so forth, and Deco, his number 10, at Chelsea, whether you, you had Lampard, Drogba, John Terry, Cavallo, Real Madrid, you had Ozil, you had Cristiano, you had Ramos. Um, and Varane at the, at, the, at, the, at the back. Inter Milan, Lucio, Samuel, you had um, Snyder and Milito. The, a key point of his team is a great finisher, a great creator, and top, top, top of the range de defenders. Mm -hmm. Like literally defenders who are considered the best in, in the world. So if he doesn't have that, and I think, you may not call it followers for anything, but I think those are like essentials. Like for Pep Guardiola, he needs great passes of the, of the ball. He needs those. Klopp, he needs guys who think very quick, quickly and, and, can, and can play at a very high frenetic pace. You know, Sari, again, he needs guys who are very good on the ball, really good on the ball. So every manager needs specific players for what they want to do. So Mourinho does have a philosophy to an extent, but not as... Um, obsessive as or as detailed and as nuanced as Pep, Sarri and Klopp. But I think every manager has a specific type of players that they need for their tactic to work. And for Mourinho, for United, crap defenders, no number 10. Mata, even at his best, isn't really doing what David Silva or De Bruyne is doing. And a crap striker. So... Because okay. my my thing is this. My thing is this, okay. If United had Lewandowski, David Silva, and um, Varane and Koulibaly in defense, I think 
were saying different things right now. This is, it kind of leads to my question. Maybe you gave the examples. Do they still make players, do they still make the kinds of players that Mourinho needs? Are there Ricardo Carvalho's out there? Are there John Terry's out there? Are there Didier Drogba's out there? Are there Frank Lampard's? Are there Etto's? Are there Schneider's out there that that you can buy all in one window or a couple windows that don't violate FFP? Like, one, are they making them? Two, can you afford them? And then can you get them to Manchester United? Um, they are, the, the players are out there, but not in as much of an abundance as we're back in 2010. 2006, 2007, 2008. They're di- di- this is a different... Gen- like These are different dudes. Like, you're not going to yeah. just find a Lucio and Samuel just oh, no, no, somewhere. No, no. Like, <laughs> like, those like, are like Lucio and, and Samuel, like those rocks <laughs> don't exist. Although, when you look at what like, Skriniar is doing, Kellini, those are throwback defenders. Like Skriniar, Kellini. You're never um, going to be able to Godin. get Kellini from Juventus or... Do- yeah, you, saying, like, you can't get them. You can't. So basically, the, the players that he needs, you can't get them. You, you, you... <laughs> so, so like, what do you do? Because as you need those players of that quality, especially in defense, mm-hmm. if you're going to be reactionary to what the opponent is doing, you need players who can understand what's happening as well as you do almost. That, oh, they're doing this, we, this is our plan to counter it, and it changes from game to game because you're adjusting from game to game to be pragmat- to be pragmatic. Whereas if you're a pep, for instance, you just need to get John Stones and Laporte to just be good at what we're doing, and no matter what the opponent does, just do us. And as mm. long as we do us, we'll have a chance. If you're cha- chopping and changing and doing different things, you need a high-quality defenders you need high quality defenders rather yeah to be able to adapt to each game as i need you to but if they aren't out there you have to adjust if you're going to be a manager now you have to adjust to the players that you have that's a that's i think that's a key of being a top manager and i, I, I Mourinho has to figure that out otherwise the game's going to pass him by even more oh no 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 i mean no, like again that is true that is true but Look, so do you, so what's blame? Let's say if, if you put it as a percentage, mm-hmm. what percentage of the blame on the United's issues do you put? Because let me be real with you, and this is what I, I was saying to others, but before I, I get there, what percentage of blame do you put on the board, the manager and the players, if you were to do this as a percentage? So we have a pie, mm-hmm. and it's going in threes, right? Yeah. It doesn't exactly equal 100, but let me think. Um, I would put, I'd probably put 60% on the board because I feel like they should, one, they should have known that this was coming Two, if, if you are going to hire Mourinho, you get him the players he needs. Um, otherwise this is going to happen. Mm. Um, you know what? Maybe 60% is too much. I put, I put half, I put 50% on Woodward and the Glazers and, those guys, which is kind of why I think what happens next with Manchester United is going to be funny because yeah. you got rid of United. Uh, sorry, United got rid of Mourinho. Yay. But uh, <laughs> they put in Holly Gunnarsson. Ah, ah, for like the rest of the season. Okay. Um, so, yeah, 50% the, the board. I would go probably 30% Mourinho. Maybe 
35% Mourinho, and then 15% the players. Damn, 35% Mourinho. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, so all those open goals that Lukaku missed, the um, one-on-ones that Rashford missed, um, all the times that I think Pogba if you throw footballers into toxic situations or at least situations where it's not ideal for them to play mentally, so, physically, so etc. Like, like, like babies then? Yeah, I think. I think this generation of players, of which I'm a part, not that mm. I'm a player, but I am in the generation of like safe spaces and things like that. Like you do need to baby people. You 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 have to baby the new generation in a way. And maybe that's part of Mourinho's problem where like he's not dealing with these like men as it were. Like he's dealing with like soft, fragile people in some ways. Like you you know how people were like um maybe like a generation ago like the old professionals made them like clean the the dressing room and they had to like scrub toilets and mm. carry the balls and carry the boots and things like that this generation isn't doing that man they're like you know doing fortnite dances on oh, snapchat and yeah, stuff you know what i mean Instagram like selfies actually let me let, let me ask you this now let me ask you this now because this is what i was actually thinking before i, I was coming here mm-hmm. are united going the way of ace milan Ooh. Now, let me now. This is why because for me, AC Milan, the brand, that jersey, that badge is still iconic. Yes, it there is too much you can never take away the history of that badge. George Weah, Van Basten, Baresi, Maldini, Nesta, too many. Um, I see, see like, so, 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 whenever I just see that jersey. I'm reminded of like my gosh, this was a team that I grew up loving, especially with George Weah and and so forth. So that it will always be feel there. good. It, it's certain that makes you feel good. Yeah. So, but in the last few years, they're a mid they're a mid table club. They are not relevant footballing wise. They are not seen as a big club footballing wise. They're not seen as part of the elite. So when you now go and face AC Milan, they don't have that fear factor that they had. In the 90s or the 2000s or the mid 2000s you know so i really feel that and again remember empires rise and fall that's how life works empires they rise and fall i feel that for united this is just part of a new transition of where because remember city are here to stay that money is here to stay unless the ffp come and basically raid their houses and, and everything so <laughs> chelsea so it's going to be very competitive, and I just think there's a gap in quality. But I just feel that United are heading the way of Eastman, where we know what the badge means, we know the history, but footballing-wise, they're not relevant anymore. Hmm. It could be a good example. By the way, did you finish the Akala book, The Ruins of Empire? Oh, yeah. Quality. Yeah, okay. Amazing. <laughs> Why, have, you, <laughs> have, you, have you finished it? I have one chapter. I have one chapter left. I I read the first six like really quick, with quick. But then I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna save with these last. You know, you know, it's it took me a long time for some reason because I just kept having stop and start, stop and starts. But yeah, I just said, you know what? Let me just finish this off and boom. I did. Yeah. It. Once you said empires rise, empires fall. Yeah. It reminded me I need to finish. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I I think that's a good example of what could happen. Maybe that's like a warning to United. Like, do it quickly, or you could go the way of Milan. I don't know. I don't know. Like, who who is the Berlusconi in this? The Glazers? Oh, um, yes, but what, what, I think Berlusconi was no, Berlusconi was was the president as well as being. <laughs> do you know how crazy that that is? 
So the presence of a football team was also the president of the country. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, is it state-sponsored football? I mean, obviously not in the same way, but like, we, it, isn't that kind of like Man City and PSG and those kinds of things? Like, Oh, yeah. They just get state money pumped into the club or whatever <laughs> like that? Pretty much, uh, yeah. yeah. All right, so do you have any last thoughts on, on Mourinho? Oh, no, okay. What would you like to see Mourinho do next? Take a break. Chill for, how, for, for, for a minute. How long of a break? Because with Chelsea, I feel like he got sacked basically around this time mm. um, in 2015. And then the next summer he was back. And I felt like he thought the break from December to that summer was good enough. Mm. Like that kind of sabbatical. I saw him in Germany. I saw him in Italy. I saw him in a bunch of places um, by Twitter. But I guess he thought that that six-month period before he got the Manchester United job was the time he needed off. I feel like this time he needs to go for maybe 18 months. Or maybe not 18 months, but like... You, you, I you mean, I, Mourinho is not that kind of dude. I think for, I think for Mourinho, he still feels he's got something to, to prove. That's why he was like, hey, hey res, res, respect, man, respect, respect, and holding <laughs> on to and everything. I think that for Mourinho, he's like, he is desperate to say, wait a minute, you guys really think I'm done out here? Nah, I've got to prove myself. Because I think for him, he we may actually find more about this in a book for sure. Later on, he's going to write a book about his time at United where he will reveal stuff from his side of the whole story. But I think he wants to he wants to prove that nah, nah, nah. I Mourinho's am... book, can you imagine? Mourinho's book, to, to find out what his perspective of no. what happened at Chelsea with like the doctor situation, the mutiny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that first half of the book is going to be amazing, or, or know, it could like, be his own book. With and the then Milino the next stuff. part, will we get like the turmoil that happened at Manchester United? But with, no, like, but, but, I mean, but remember, with like legal stuff, I'm not sure how much he can actually write, though. You know, you think it's, sometimes it's, it may be legally binding. You know, if it, if change some names. Yeah. True, true. Mr. Mr. Puffin stuff <laughs> did ex did this to me, and you don't have to name names, but we'll know who you're talking about. Um, yeah, I, I think he needs to take a longer break than he did, but I don't think he's gonna. So you're saying 18 months? Yeah, I think he needs to come back in 2020 if he's gonna manage clubs. Excuse me? 2020? Jesus. Yeah, summer 2020, I guess. That would be... Yeah. That's that would not... be enough time to, like, learn... More, but he's he, he, he's not gonna do it though. He should, he'll be back. Yeah, no, he'll be back summer. in the summer. I'll he'll be, be back surprised if he comes back in And I w- I wouldn't be surprised if he goes. Oh no no no! no but have you heard to it, Italy? No no no! Have you heard that? Apparently, I was I was reading mm-hmm. that Real Madrid are keen to bring him in in the summer. That Paris mean... is 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 a fan of him. They want to bring him in in the summer. What do you think? I'm I'm looking at Bayern Munich. Would be a better Bayern. bet. Real Madrid. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I see. I think he needs to go back to Italy. I think that would be. Yeah. But did, a, you, did, do you know what? Do you know what? maybe if 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 we jump into the mind of Mourinho, right? He's he's gonna think I conquered Italy already. I don't I don't want to go back there. I don't need to mm-hmm. go back there. 
you know, I want to treble with Inter. Maybe I don't need to go back. The reason he went back to Chelsea is because they won a Champions League in 2012 with players that he had, and he sure. wasn't a part of it. So he was like, I want to go back there to win the Champions League. <laughs> then he decided to play Aspilicuetet left wing um, in the semifinal. So that didn't happen. Um, I don't think he, he he's not going to go to France because Tuchel's just – I think he's a match for PSG. So that, oh, yeah, Chelsea were, I mean, Chelsea were in the bloody semis against Atletico. They were indeed. And then they oh, lost Lord. in that they checked out. Yeah, check out injured. We had to play. They had to play <laughs> Schwarzer. <laughs> <laughs> switch, man. They're doing the switch. Doing the switch. Look, 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 man. The first step in the Chelsea detox is stop saying we, stop <laughs> saying us. Stop saying we, stop saying us. It's going to be hard to get through, but this is the first step. Um, yeah, so like Chelsea, they played Schwarzer in goal. So I felt, I think he felt like they had to go like uber defensive. Like, mm. and we, we, we talked about it before, like the lineup was just a disgrace. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that was maybe his best chance, I think, to get to a final with Chelsea since the Liverpool ghost goal, I guess. Um, in all of his seasons, I guess the five, six seasons that he was with Chelsea. Um, yeah, I think Germany, Germany's the one country that I feel like he hasn't he hasn't been there yet. So maybe, maybe go to Bayern, maybe go. But see, I feel like he's I, I asked I asked Paul, and I'm sorry, Paul. I know you said what happens in the WhatsApp stays in the WhatsApp, so I'm sorry about this, but <laughs> I, I I I don't want to take credit for an idea. That's not originally mine. I asked him, where do you think Marino should go? And he was like, he should go to a middling club, like a middle club that he can build something. So do you think maybe like he should, it, again, it goes to pride. He's not going to want to if Real Madrid are asking or if Bayer wants him or if Inter say, hey, come back. But maybe he should go to a place like, I don't know, Hoffenheim or someplace like that, like someplace in the middle. And just build from there. He's not going to want to do it, but I feel like that would probably be more advantageous. I mean, um, it's a tricky one, but I think for for Mourinho, I just think that him going to a middle club, I think, will be like admitting defeat. In a, yeah, in a it's that pride thing. Pride, too mm. much pride. Yeah, because, because basically, when you just look at his post match interviews and all his everything like that. He he's reading what people are saying. He knows what people are saying, and he's like, "One saying, no, 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 man, I'm not done out yet." You know, I, I've of course. So I think for Mourinho, I definitely think that he wants to win one big trophy, and then. Do you think like, there's any know, chance that he stays in England? Nah, he's 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 done in England, which is why I was so sad, because I won't be able to see. His antics in English for a while. I think yeah. he's. I think he's done in England. Like, like yeah, it's done. It's finished. Yeah, it's he finished. can't even go manage England anymore. Like the reputation's so bad. Southgate's done all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. It's that's not gonna happen. No. Portugal, he can't go manage them because you know Santos. Is it Santos? Yeah. Yeah, he's done well. He won the Euros. I don't. I don't know what's next for Mourinho. I, I hope he finds his feet, though, because now that he's not Manchester United manager, I can like him again. <laughs> so I'm happy he got his money. I'm happy he he looks good. Like I said in the beginning, like I'm I'm happy for him. 
he's not living in a hotel anymore. Like I yeah. think Carl's like he doesn't have to wash his balls in the sink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can well, actually go to his flat. He, Wait, wait, wait! Do, 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 do people actually down. wash wash their balls in sinks? I would assume his hotel would be really nice and have a shower, but it's a funny joke. No, no, no! <laughs> I, was, I was actually just visually trying to say, wait, how do you actually wash your balls in this thing? Okay. Do you know what? Do do people have like communal showers, or like communal? Maybe it's communal bathrooms in some. Oh places. no, no! That's a school thing, I think. No, but they're, they're like some apartments where like there's like well, yeah, yeah, so floor, also, which is something that I would like never shower. Do. So maybe if you don't want to go to the shower, then maybe you would just wash in the sink, like a yeah. rag or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, Manchester United. Unless you have anything left on Mourinho, I just hope I, I just hope he lands on his feet. You know, no, 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 I, I yeah. And I'm pretty sure that the 23 mil is gonna help him land on his feet. Just, just say it, you know. Uh, so met so let's let's talk a little bit about Manchester United um, and where they go from here. Um, they hired Solskjaer. Yeah. What did you? Th- I saw a lot of people being linked. I saw Blanc. I saw Pochettino. Um, Ponce- oh, Pochettino's more like the next one. Yeah. But I thought yeah, Blanc was going to come in as the caretaker. Um, mm-hmm. Who else? I saw Conte being linked to somebody who could come in next. Well, yeah, he says um, he's actually interested. Good, I mean, good luck to him. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope he goes. <laughs> Please go. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you think is next for Manchester United? Um, wait, manager-wise or just future? I think the, their next manager is the future, so I think those kind of go hand-in-hand. Um, you know what, bro? I told you, Ace Milan. I think that this is a going to be a long term before United become relevant again. You don't think there's anybody that can come in and kind of stop that happening? You don't. You you don't think the punch experiment could work? It's not about the manager. It's about the structure of the club. Right. It's about like which is what Neville was um, alluding to when he was talking about like it's about better scouting better player acquisition, buying a better director of football and finding better talent. The United team as is, as they're constructed, cannot compete with Man City, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea or Arsenal. Do you not think that Poch could be an answer to stop them going that way? He has to have the support. He has to have player acquisition. You know, so... Like, Pochettino have decent players, and the, the players that Tottenham have, despite of whoever manages them, are just better than the guys in United. There are a lot of bricks that's in the United team, a lot of just genuine bricks. So, do, do you know how, like, when some managers go from one club to another, there's always this talk about, you know, he's going to bring such and such with them, he's going to bring player A, player B, player C. Do you think there's any way that Poch could bring... A Kane, an Ali, an Ericsson to United with possibly, him, and that but, could kind but, of jumpstart the process. Like if you could get rid of Lukaku to bring Kane, that puts you right on track, wouldn't you say? It, it gives you one element of potch ball, if that's a thing. Mm. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, no, for sure, for for for, for and, sure. And, like... you, and United would have the cash. Potch would want Kane. Kane would probably want to go to United, especially because they can give him more money. 
I, I don't know. There's one thing about maybe this is too much to chew in some ways. Like maybe Pochettino would be better off if Real Madrid have an opening. Let me just go. Oh, no, no, for sure. Like if I was Pochettino, Real Madrid is a is a is a is a better option than especially because like you're Argentinian, like your dream was probably to manage Real Madrid. Oh, for sure. Every, like, not, anybody in not that, that region. United. If you're from that region, Real Madrid is a dream job to take. Right. Not Man United. Real Madrid and, is a dream and job. And Potter's Pot been in England how long now? He he managed Southampton. Mm. He's managed Spurs. You want to go for like another four or five years? And who knows how long it's going to build if it even is going to work? Like if you go to Real Madrid, it's almost guaranteed that you're going to find some success. This Manchester United project, just to get rid of the dead wood, bring in players you want, and then maybe it doesn't work. I don't know. I don't know if you want to do that. But, I mean, they're going to pay you good money. <laughs> they give Mourinho 24 just to get out. So I don't know how much you can get to get in. What do you think the rest of the season holds, just lastly, for Manchester United? Do you think Solskjaer is going to make it to the end of the year? What do you um, think happens? I think they'll make it to the end of the season. I'm not sure whether they finish top four. I think they made just about get fifth but i think they'll they just about miss us on so far i think they are the highest they can finish i feel is fourth that's the highest possible but i think they may just end up becoming fifth which is all right and i, I think Solskjaer will do all right with them have some pretty good games they'll probably be a lot, a, more, a lot more exciting but i just think that the very if since the core is rotten there's there's only so much that he can, can do with it so i look Mourinho was in for the biggest apology of his life. If they change everything and next year they finish like eighth or ninth <laughs> or tenth, could you imagine the arrogance? Or if he goes to a place and wins the Champions League, can you imagine the arrogance? Like, oh, Chelsea got rid of me. Manchester United got rid of me. And this is my third Champions League with the third different team. Could you imagine the smoke? <laughs> Listen, man. I, I, I don't I think people calling Mourinho finished. I feel like you guys don't understand what you are setting up in the event that this man <laughs> comes back and wins another Champions League. Do you realize that just the gas that you are putting in this man, the battery mm. that is gonna be placed in his back? I know I'm using that wrong, but just the power this man is going to have. If, don't do it, man. Like if at all he comes back and wins a league, wins a champions league, wins just anything, he's gonna be so just bossy <laughs> on a left like I, I people need to be really careful the words they use for reading right now because as bad as this looks there's always a down point in people's story you know i think we have to be really careful about calling Mourinho finished because you know some people rise up from the dead i'm not calling him jesus but like some people have that power <laughs> so don't write out uncle move fully please don't that's all I'm saying. All right. So this was on a, an emergency communication, talking tactics. I know we said we wouldn't be here until next year, but, you know, you know we weren't. We're going to stay away. <laughs> you know we weren't. Um, could you imagine if Solskjaer loses his next game? Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's then, I think then they're like 10th or 11th or something. So, Bruh. Bro. But they no, but but, they, but they, I think their next three, four games are pretty. Is I think it's like Brighton, so I think it's like Huddersfield. So let me see, it's like really winnable games. Their next three, four, four games: Burnley, Huddersfield, something like that. We'll see. We'll be here January first. All right. <laughs> so stay tuned.
Uh, this has been a Talking Tactics Emergency Communication. Peace. Peace out. Sports Social Podcast Network.